We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's Monday. A song for Tina DeSantis. Santa's is destroyed his mind. The stupidest campaign in history. Mm. A controlling wife. A Florida betrayal. Pathetic MAGA wannabe. On the California in the morning. Rob just cratered in another just wait till he announces so they say <laughs> and the twitter launch Ouch. casey wants a tiara just like jackie kennedy the saddest try mega denied <laughs> laugh at the never trump And he picks his nose. Oh my God. He's ruined his <laughs> career along with Casey. His greed prevailed. If only he had waited, he might have been a nominee. Now we are so grateful. Our eyes are open. Now we see. DeSantis forever ruined the worst campaign in history. Ain't that the truth? Trump 2024. California, everybody. Way to start out another great MAGA week. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday. I can't even believe it. I'm sitting here. And I'm fighting something. I haven't been feeling well all weekend. Weather's been crappy here in New York. I just like feel like my whole family's fighting something. Anyway, I'm sitting here waiting to go live, and all of a sudden in the chat, like old times, I see I couldn't even believe it. I had to wipe my eyes. Kung Fu Brian, and and Brian. First of all, welcome back. I thought you were dead. I mean, you you were dead once, and then you were in the hospital, and then you disappeared, and I was like. I, literally, I, I I would bring you up and 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 talk about you. I was 
trying to hunt you down on social media to see like what happened what happened to brian and then you're in indiana now it looks like i mean martin you're just in kentucky but anyway i threw my email in the chat i'd love for you to email me you said it's a long road i'd love to hear about it i'm just happy to see you back and uh yeah it's pretty awesome kung fu brian he is resurrected he is alive and in the chat good morning good morning everybody jonathan allen laura and Gulfstream. Rocket telling me to get fucked. I love it. Hogman in the house. Blue Boy Life. Did I miss anybody? Carol. Carol from Iowa. Carol Davis. And Kung Fu Brian, man. That's awesome. You. What a day to get fucked. Yes. Every day. Every day. Anyway, it's Monday. Oh, there'll be no show tomorrow. I have um to uh, take care of some things in the morning. Uh, I'm going to be a good son, and uh, my mother needs to uh, me to help her take her to an appointment, so I'm going to do that tomorrow, but I'll be back Wednesday. Actually, well, I'll be back. We'll, we'll do uh, We the People Radio tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Hit the thumbs up, or you know the deal. You're a fed if you're not hitting the thumbs up on the video. <clears throat> yeah, I, a Black Rain Patriot in the house. Yeah, man. I, I, Brian, I'm, I'm so happy you're back. You don't even know. I've literally tried to stalk you on social media because I know you originally started following me on Facebook and I don't stream there anymore. That page is like dead and I couldn't figure out where you're, I couldn't find you. And, uh, well, again, glad to be back. And I really want to hear about your recovery and all that stuff. Hopefully your ribs are all healed up from them pounding on it and bringing you back to life and, uh, that you're doing better and you're recovering. So. Miguelifornia starting out the uh, the week with another great video. If you missed Friday, Freedom Friday with James and I, go back and check it out on the Rumble channel, 1776live.tv. We did memes of the week. We had a blast. And uh, it's always a good show. Don't be a fed. Hit the thumbs up. Speaking of fed, it's Monday, and AP Unfiltered is not in the chat. Where's our, uh, where's our, where's our guy? He, uh, he's got to be around somewhere. Big, big family week last week, but yeah, it's Monday and it's so dreary. It's been raining here for like three days straight. Today's another day of rain, but well, it's, it was, I kind of was half unplugged for the weekend. I was kind of keeping my eye on the news and just trying to lay low, not feeling that great. And, uh, there was some stuff that went on. We, <laughs> we have some interesting poll numbers, which of course, People are like, ah, it doesn't mean anything. Donald Trump's showing 10 points uh, past uh, Joe Biden in an ABC Washington Post poll. And yeah, I think it was only 1,000 people that they polled. But you know what? You want to know something? First of all, it's a left-leaning polling. Um, a left-leaning poll, ABC Washington Post. And 10% is a pretty big lead. When Joe Biden, the incumbent, is uh, just dwindling in support, dwindling in approvals, dwindling at life, literally. I mean, the guy's like a rotting corpse almost on legs. And he just manages to keep just digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper where the Democrats don't even want him anymore. We know that. Democrats, the Uniparty, they, they want to get rid of him. Uh, they're, I think uh, they're, uh, they're sending Gavin Newsom to the next GOP debate to defend Joe Biden's presidency and policies and everything else. And that should say a lot too. Um, I think, uh, I think they're, they're, I think the, the democratic party is, is kind of torn right now. Do we, do we throw big Mike, Michelle Obama in the ring or she's still refusing or do we throw pretty boy, uh, commie Gavin Newsom in the ring as a democratic nominee? The the Democrats like to uh, right now talk about the Republicans infighting because, well, you have America First MAGA Republicans that are fighting against the Uniparty, commie Republicans, who are pretty much like Democrats. So they're all talking about that. Meanwhile, if you look inside the Democratic Party, Democrats and mainstream media don't even want the current president, the current president, uh, running again. They want to get rid of him. So... Hey, Sunday, what was it? Uh, was it Sunday? Or over the oh, Saturday, over the weekend, 
Joe Biden was speaking at the Congressional Black Caucus event. Um, LL Cool J and uh, MC Light, big hip-hop stars. That's, that's hip-hop I grew up listening to in the 90s. They were given uh, some awards. Well, Joe Biden decided, I guess, to stop by and say hello and speak. And of course, it didn't, it, it didn't, it went without saying that he stuck his foot in his mouth and his true racism came out when he didn't even know L, how to pronounce LL Cool J's name. He couldn't even get that right. Granted, he is old, a little more than a little senile. And he also called LL Cool J, he corrected himself. But he's at the Black Caucus event, and he's, you know, calling LL Cool J boy. So let's, uh, I got the little clip here, and it's just, it, it's just, it, it's entertainment at this point, people. It's entertainment. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Is that even, is that, is, he, is that, is that real? They're real life. I almost feel like he's just going to troll on purpose and then just use it, well, you know. I'm old. They're just gonna laugh, and they did. But I gotta rewind it and start. It, it just, it's, it's so retarded. And two of the great artists of our time, representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Wow. By the way, that boy's got, he got man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's. Been... Wow. And MC Light, both of you. Thank you. I don't know who you because are. You both have the light off on the mic. You know, you're, uh, you're all here to listen to the new edition. Mike Bibbins, 40 years producing music. What? What? LLJ Cool. This is, uh, this again is racist Joe Biden. And by the way, that boy, I mean, that man, he's got biceps bigger than my thighs. You know, the legs with the with the blonde hair that the kids like to rub in the pool. Now, does this surprise you that things like this and other things that Donald Trump is beating him in the polls by some polls by 10 points? Listen, Donald Trump is, is teetering or he's at incumbent numbers. And the DeSantard crowd, of course, now the polls are fake. The polls are skewed. The polls aren't real. They're fake and gay, according to all these moron DeSantards. <clears throat> and let's face it, DeSantis is probably, I said, I, I think I made the prediction that he was going to be done by Thanksgiving. And now they're saying that his fundraising is horrible and they may have to lay off more campaign staff by October 1st and maybe even not be able to sustain financially a presidential campaign because that's how dismal his grassroots campaigning is. Because listen, all of his big donors blew their blew their load and they 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 donated and they're capped. And we all know Donald Trump is the king of grassroots donations. I mean, people like you, people like me, whether you're buying the uh, official mugshot merch or anything else. <laughs> Joe Biden, they came out with the coffee mug and it has Joe Biden's face on it with an, with aviators that changes uh, colors as, from the hot and cold. And I think when you get to a certain point, he has Joe Biden's face on it and then he activates into dark Brandon with laser eyes. I mean, it's cringe, but you would think, I would almost, I almost wanted to buy one of those mugs. I wanted to make a video. I still might. I hate to give my money to that Biden campaign, though. Maybe I could find one another way, and I give it to a third party. I don't even care if it's if if I can get one made in China, because I just want to drink a cup of coffee out of it, and then smash it, and break it into a million pieces, just just for you know video content purposes. But yeah, Joe Biden mispronouncing LL Cool J's name and using a derogatory term. Yeah, give me some love. Hit the thumbs up, or you're a fed. Hit the thumbs up. It's great because I'll look at the video later and there'll be like 4,000, 5,000 views and like 22 thumbs up. Either people are just lazy or and I get because also a lot of people were telling me that they watch the show on, well, or later on they'll watch it because yeah, obviously, listen, it's 8 a.m. Eastern. So people on the West Coast, a lot of them, they're still drooling in their sleep where, 
or they're watching it on Roku TV or like Amazon Fire Stick or something on the smart TV that you can, they're getting the Rumble app so they can't engage in the, the chat or hit the thumbs up. Get your phone out and get on Rumble and hit the thumbs up or you're a fed. So yeah, so that, I mean, leads right into, and, and the, the mainstream media, not that they're having a panic about Trump leading, I think they expected it because they're, it's more that Joe Biden is doing really shitty in these polls. And I think the, the narrative is to segue him out that more so that, you know, it's, and uh, of course they're in a panic. It's concerning that Trump is gaining so much support after four indictments, after the, the media attacks, it's Hillary Clinton and, and talking about him, And now she's all up in arms and sp- at the Clinton Global Initiative, you know, they want to take over Ukraine and exploit and take and, and traffic all the kids with Marina uh, Abramovich and all these other clowns, <clears throat> Penny Prisker and all of them. And now Hillary Clinton's bringing up the whole Russia hoax thing again with Jen Psaki. They were doing an interview and, you know, don't be surprised if, you know, big bad, big red man Putin uh, interferes with the uh, our elections again. You know, like they... Like they, they they didn't do back in in sixteen, you know the the uh, the fake dossier and everything the, the the Russia hoax that my campaign paid for, old Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> I'm still curious to see what she's going to do. She's kind of resurrecting herself, but it, it almost seems like all right. She's got the the Clinton Global Initiative going. Her and uh, Bill, who could barely get out of his own way, walking into stores out in the Hamptons. It's weird. It's all weird. But here's the. Uh, yeah, Trump leads Biden 52 to 42 in new NBA, ABC Washington Post poll. Poll released yesterday by ABC News and Washington Post says Trump leading Joe Biden in a 2024 rematch, 52% to 42% amongst among registered voters. The survey was taken between September 15th and 20th of 1,006 U.S. adults, including 890 registered voters. Not a lot of people, but most polls aren't. Unless, of course, you're going on a Twitter poll and like a cat turd poll where there's 70, 80,000 people voting. And of course, Trump is blowing them out of the water at all times, at all, at every turn. But, you know, Twitter isn't real, which I agree with. But when, if, if DeSantis or Biden was leading in a Twitter poll, then, oh, look at, look, look at this Twitter poll, Biden or, or DeSantis is leading in the poll, which I don't think I've ever seen one. Even when the DeSantards start a Twitter poll and Trump beats DeSantis in those polls also. They don't even have enough, they don't even have the, a, enough bot farms to 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 vote for uh, for uh, Ron DeSantis, the meatball in a poll. So while the Post hedges in there reporting on the poll that it could be in Outlier other questions in the poll indicate the bottom is falling out for Biden while Trump is gaining support as the public now has a direct comparison of their respective presidencies almost three years since Trump left office, which is true. Look at everything that happened under Trump. Look at our bank accounts were fatter, our 401ks were fatter, our retirement investments were all doing better. Everything was doing better. Gas, groceries, everything. Everything was everything was doing better. Everything. <clears throat> and now they see even though even the Biden regime is lying to us and telling us that the economy is turning around and things are looking up, and it's not. Gas is still going up. Oh, that's all part of it. It's all part of the great repair of the economy. Yeah. It's um, public opinion on Biden is such that more Americans would blame him and Democrats for a government shutdown in the current budget battle. They would blame Republicans, 40% to 33%. And of course, me, and you've heard me say it, I want a government shutdown because, uh, you know, I'm at Rand Paul and others. I do not want another single American cent sent to uh, Ukraine. As a matter of fact, foreign aid in general, I'm done with it. I've been done with it a long time because we have so many problems here that they want to appropriate funds and and print money, they're going to have to borrow money to send to Ukraine. Like, we don't just have it sitting there. Like, all right, bag it up. They're going to borrow some money. Or we're going to give them foreign aid. We, lit- we would have to borrow money to help another country. How does that make sense? 
<clears throat> it doesn't. It does not. And we shouldn't be doing it. But the, this uh, Washington Post ABC News poll says it finds President Biden struggling to gain approval from a skeptical public with dissatisfaction growing over his handling of the economy and immigration. Oh, you think? A rising share saying the United States is doing too much to aid Ukraine in its war with Russia and broad concerns about his age as he seeks a second term. The guy is beyond aged out. He is a vegetable. He has no idea what planet he's on. Between cheat sheets, walking off the stage, shaking hands of fake people, not knowing the name of one of the most iconic hip-hop artists. Even if you were like Joe Biden is a racist and has no idea about the hip-hop world, you're telling me in all the years you're in politics, you don't know who LL Cool J is, at least the name. I mean, really? You, you don't even know it enough to fake it, at least the name and a face? Maybe you don't know what he does exactly. Maybe you think he's a movie star. Maybe, I don't know. Well, he's that too. It's crazy. Is Donald Trump going to be running against Joe Biden in 2024? I don't believe so. I think most people agree that this is another gateway into the Democratic Party in a panic, having to get rid of Biden and put somebody else up that they feel can take Donald Trump. And of course, the DeSantis people saying, well, Ron DeSantis is going to be the nominee anyway. And I think the hatred within the uniparty RNC is growing towards Donald Trump, and I'm still not convinced that they're not going to try to screw him out of the nomination when he wins. Every man, woman, and child is over $100,000 in debt because of our national debt. Fuck foreign aid. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, not just Ukraine, but foreign debt in general. $700 a household for the people in Maui that nobody's talking about. What are they doing in East Palestine, Ohio? Joe Biden hasn't even gone there. What are they doing about their fresh water uh, issues and, and environmental issues? And they want to talk about climate change, and he, he won't even acknowledge them anymore. I think he, maybe he acknowledged them in a statement. He never went there. You know, Donald Trump went there. What, what about them? What about those people? Well, it's a lost cause because it's a heavy conservative area, so it's not like they're going to vote for Joe Biden anyway, so why should I do anything about them? Fuck them and their water. The government is bankrupt. Yep, we hit a cascade where tax revenue is shrinking and borrowing printing money is accelerating. Irreversible. It only ends one way. I think everybody should stop paying their taxes. Just stop. They can't. Just stop. Just Stop filing for taxes unless you, you, you know you're going to get a big return. That's the problem because you're paying taxes if you're on payroll. But it's unless you know you're going to get money back from the federal government and you're not going to owe, most people know ahead of time, oh, I'm going to owe money. Oh, I'm going to get a big fat return. I wouldn't even file. <laughs> if you're not preparing, you're not paying attention. Absolutely. Everybody should be preparing for one level or, or another. 100%. It's just, I, I don't know. So on, let's see if we get through this. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's nine minutes, but on Sunday's uh, ABC show, they are talking about the poll showing Trump ahead of Biden. And they're even, now you have mainstream media, the, the powerhouse roundtable on uh, ABC's uh, this week, which is, yeah, it's their Sunday show where it's a, it's a tough one to spin. Basically, I think it, they're saying, and I haven't watched the video, basically saying, hey, Donald, you know, Donald Trump's gaining support and Joe Biden, we don't know what to do with him. He's just useless. So let's, uh, let's listen to these idiots. All of you and Donna, we'll talk about that debate in a minute, but <laughs> let's, let's go back to that poll. Trump with a nine-point lead over President Biden in that they poll, won't say and whatever 10, caveats, like right whether that is an outlier, 
that's a tough one to spin. It's a tough one to spin, Martha, but I don't believe Democrats should be sitting in a panic room. I think they should be out there in the streets like they've been all year long. Look, after all, Democrats have won in places like New Hampshire, or a, 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 a district that Donald Trump carried, uh, this Democrat run by six points. Democrats won in, down in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Democrats have won in Wisconsin. Democrats also with the ballot measure in Ohio. So don't go into the panic room just yeah get out there make your case to the american people if the american people are angry uh, in fact uh, th there's a angry emoji all over the country they're angry because of electric their gas bill has come due the electric bill has come due their rents due and they don't they don't feel it in their pocket so get back to the kitchen table and start talking to but, the american people but that's people. exactly exactly it. they are talking to the american people you heard Pete Buttigieg too they are talking Booty and juice. yet it is those pocketbook issues the message may be out there but they're not feeling it well you, yeah 13 million jobs created lower prescription drugs Why? you hear all of this great news and then you go into the grocery store and you try to you, you're still in the aisle where they sell the vegetables and create, the fruit create you 13 Million jobs. To the meat, and already you've spent $70. They're not feeling it. Yeah, you can say a lot, as James Brown would say, talking loud and saying nothing. But at the end of the day, there's more than enough time to turn all of this bad weather around and go out there and make your case to the American people. Martha, Sarah, should they be panicking? The economy's been getting better, and Joe Biden's numbers have been getting worse. That tells the you something about getting what better? the American people are trying Where? to tell these pollsters. Set aside the individual questions. The Democratic Party, though, has a really serious problem, which is there's no one on the bench. You know, you look more in that poll. Uh, do you want Harris to be the nominee? No. Do you want Buttigieg? No. No, someone else got 20%. The Democrats have had a historically weak bench for the last 10 plus years. It's because everyone's Joe Biden's age. So, so they rig no and cheat. Biden on the ticket. And so they're stuck with him a little bit and his numbers keep going down and his appearances keep getting worse. And, and speaking of that age, they talk about as, as such a huge factor, obviously. He can't do anything about that, but he does keep saying, just look at me, and people look at him. Right, and, and this poll is the result of what they see, right? That when you, when you have an unfixable issue like that, right, you cannot make the president younger, you can change his appearance on the margins, but not Joe Biden is unfixable. What do you do with that? And what the White House is essentially doing is asking Democrats to just factor that in as a massive risk for 2024 and saying, we'll deal with the rest of this, that we we're confident that we can take on Donald Trump. And maybe they're right to be relatively confident that they can take on Donald Trump. But when you have a summer of Bidenomics messaging, and the result at the end of that is the numbers that you see in this poll that should be pretty alarming for democrats and all right i had enough of these idiots you get the point i'm not going to sit there and play nine minutes of them saying well the democrats have weak candidates for the last 10 years and then we're just going to be in panic mode because we are the leftist propaganda arm and obviously the left does not want joe biden to run so that's why we're running our mouths like this but it, it's it's telling it's all right you have a poll and it's not a large poll again and he's down nine, 10 points, Joe Biden to Trump. And now, of course, the mainstream media is going to spin that narrative of what's the Democrats going to do? Now, they, they could have mentioned it later on in the video, but when they're talking about a weak bench and she's bringing up, do you want Harris as the nominee? Do you want, you know, Mayor Booty Juice on, on, the, uh, on the ballot? They, they not mentioning Gavin Newsom. Nobody's mentioning uh, Big Mike, Michelle Obama. Why? Why is that? <clears throat> I see you guys in the chat. Solar panels, inverters, charcoal, half a cow. You should buy a whole cow. It's always good to have that stuff. You should have solar panels if, if the to, you know at least charge maybe appliances and cell phones and and the basics just in case you know and inverters. I have all kinds of inverters and stuff, and uh, you know non-perishable foods and the, and the freezer you just have to make sure that the freezer can be run on on power if the power goes out as far as generators inverters and things like that but yeah it's always good to prepare 100 percent and uh for the just in case depending depending on where you are in the country especially if you're in a in a climate in a you know during the winter where it gets really cold you should have a wood burning stove, plenty of wood, get some cords, cords of wood and, and, and other supplies. I mean, 
sit down, make a list, have a discussion with your family. What do you need just in case they turn the big switch? You know, October 4th, everybody, remember, everybody has to call 911 and tell, tell them that Joe Biden is killing the country. I've never heard anything so stupid in my life. October 1st, they're going to test, apparently, the national broadcast system. That's going to be an interesting day because they've done it in the past. And it's going to be like, this isn't really a test. They're just saying it is. And October 4th, they're going to turn off the internet and they're going to turn off electricity. Well, I guess we'll find out if there's a show October 4th or whenever that, if it's a weekday that, you know, we're streaming online. I mean, come on, man. It's, it gets a little crazy at times. All right. So yeah, 10 points. Joe Biden's not going to be the nominee. They're, they're getting ready to just get rid of him. It's over. So you guys, you guys are worried about preparing for the end with half cows and charcoal grills and canned foods and solar panels. And the Senate, the United States Senate is literally in, in a, is torn about what to wear to, to, to set to the, uh, the Senate chamber. You can either look presentable and you can dress to impress, like have people take you seriously, or you can dress like a fetter squatch, John fetter squatch, and wear basketball shorts, sneakers, a hoodie, or if you really want to spice it up, you replace the hoodie with one of those gray Dickies mechanic shirts. So, you know, you can look a little bit more presentable because suits make Senator John Fetterman out of Pennsylvania sad. They make him sad. Um, he did, he got elected and he got elected. He got selected and he was put in that position and then he he couldn't take it and he suffered from depression where you know, you really want to get crazy. Maybe they killed him off or he died and they uh, they brought his clone with a weird mustache and in some photos maybe different or or no tattoos. I don't I don't get it. It's bizarre world. The whole thing about <clears throat> Chuck Schumer, my senator, uh, he's going to make the dress code just lax. He can just come as you are dress code. And, uh, oh. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's Fetterman either. I mean I swear they they're doing this shit on purpose to make us all sound crazy. I you know, I I, I really think that they're doing all this on purpose. Or or it's really him in there. He's changing his appearance and he's covering tattoos. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a a weirdo. But it's just I almost feel like they wanna do this out in the open to make us speak about it so that we sound unhinged and not to be taken seriously <clears throat> it's weird <clears throat> excuse me i'm fighting something yeah new york post sends a reporter to restaurants dressed like senator john fetterman and he's refused entry so literally new york post is like hey let's dress up a reporter just like john fetterman in hoodie and basketball shorts and see if you can get into some really high-end restaurants or somewhat high-end restaurants and see if they're if they let him in, like they let John Fetterman now into the Senate floor. He was even, what was it, um, president pro temp or whatever it was. He, he was he had the gavel in the Senate the other day, and uh, Rand Paul was speaking about aid to Ukraine and how he's against any spending bill with aid to Ukraine in it. And there's John Fetterman playing with his cell phone at the Senate president's desk up at the podium while Rand Paul is speaking dressed in his gray mechanics outfit. So the Senate majority leader, again, Chuck Schumer, ditched the Senate dress code in order to accommodate man-child Shrek, retarded Shrek, an uncooked turkey on two legs with a mustache now, John Fetterman, <clears throat> who dresses like a homeless drug addict. You got to love the Gateway Pundit. The dress code of coats and ties for men and business attire for women still applies to staff in the chamber. But if you're a member of the Senate, you can dress like a, a, a homeless drug addict. On Wednesday, Fetterman arrived at the Senate looking like a slob in a short sleeve shirt and shorts, the Dickies mechanic shirt. 
While Fetterman has managed to receive special accommodation, accommodations to disrespect the halls of power, the New York Post's experiment of dressing like Fetterman and try to gain entry to some New York City's finest restaurants shows that at least some standards still exist. You have to dress up for a restaurant, but not to go govern the country. And I get it. The argument can be, what does it matter what somebody wears in order to govern the right way? I get it. However, I'm of the... I agree that if you are governing this country and you want to be taken seriously, it's like, you know, when you go to job interviews, you don't wear, you don't dress like John Fettersquatch to go to job interviews. You just don't. Even if it's for not a high end, uh, you know, uh, executive job, even, even if at minimum you're wearing a pair of khakis and a polo shirt, a golf shirt and a pair of khakis, that would, that I would be okay with that. But I believe when you're in these positions and you want to be taken seriously for a real government business, then you should dress the part. I, I will say that. So the Post sent reporter John Levine to area restaurants dressed in Fetterman's trademark hoodie, sloppy gym shorts, and sneakers. Levine quickly learned that the disrespectful attire gained him scorn and mockery, but not admission to these places. He would not be permitted here, sniffed a maitre d' at Daniel on the Upper East Side, where a seven-course tasting menu runs $275. That's just ridiculous. Seven courses for $275, and it's probably served on a, on a saucer. Oh, shut up with these restaurants. We have turned away guests for being improperly dressed, regardless of their occupation, she continued, at famed La Bernardine, a suited maitre d' named Julian served up and a moosh boosh of stink eye, an amused boosh of stink eye when the post arrived. No athletic wear, she said flatly, staring the post down and denying even a nibble of this chef Rippert's $480 dinner and wine menu. Get out of here. So it just goes to show it's like, all right, we have this retard as a, as a senator and. He goes, oh my God. It, it, it's even Senator Manchin and you know, another commie Democrat or half a Democrat, whatever you want to call him. He's like, you got to bring the dress code back. Don't dress like a feta squatch. Please. Please. <laughs> Hoodie hides the neck lump, kind of. I think that neck lump is the brains of the operation. I'm pretty sure that Fetterman's Better Squatch's neck lump is a, a big part of the brains behind his Senate campaign. It's probably his campaign manager, the lump. What are we going to name Fetterman's lump? What could we name it? We have to think of a good name. Retarded Shrek. Well, that's his name. But yeah, that's what the Senate's worried about. So Rand Paul. All right, so maybe you know. Oh, it is. Never mind. It just I just answered my own question because he posted it, and that's what it was. So an AI image, and, and the left went crazy over this. It was like, oh, I wanted to see which was the first clown to mock Fetterman, our great senator from, from Pennsylvania that we all feel bad for because he's a fucking retard. Who was going to mock him and make fun of him? And it was it was Rand Paul who's showing up to a uh, the Senate chamber in a in a red robe. That's an that's an AI generated photo. But I think it's great. This AI really cracks me up sometimes because it makes people crazy. Just like when one of the great memers, C three P meme, I believe it was, put out the Ron DeSantis backing out of the race video. And it was AI generated and the DeSantis campaign lost it. And it didn't come from the Trump campaign. It came from a memer who's a Trump supporter. And people were writing articles about it, about this AI generated deep fake video of Ron DeSantis dropping out of the race. And then here's the AI generated photo of Rand Paul showing up to work in a red robe. I mean, I think they should have Hawaiian shirt night. I think the Democrats should all come in dressed in their KKK hoods. I mean, that's who they are anyway. 
Uh, they've been trying to destroy small and medium farming families for decades. Look what they're doing to the Amish in Pennsylvania or and other places. They're going after them for selling non-regulated foods and and you know meat and everything else and raw milk and it's all illegal and they're sh- literally shutting down with intimidation farmers in rural areas feta squash i like that one never forget he chased down a black man with a shotgun in north braddock that's right i, I still can't believe that that he was a the lieutenant governor of pennsylvania yeah i don't believe it's fetterman i, I don't i just don't it's weird yeah. Anyway, fetter neck. Fetter squatch and fetter neck. I love it. I love it. So where am I here? All right, so yeah. And then meanwhile, while they're worrying about what fetter squatch and fetter neck is wearing in the Senate chamber and the Democrats panicking on who's going to run against Donald Trump in 2024, and the federal government indicting Donald Trump and the, the states, two states in, indicting Donald Trump. And we have an open border with thousands of people coming in through the day still. And now they're taking over nursing homes where veterans live in Staten Island, New York, so that they can house these illegal aliens. Oh, so a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine last night, here we go. Here we go. This is great. I got this last night. I got to pull it up. I'm going to read it to you. So last night, one of the guys in my bagpipe band was all ready to go to Massachusetts for the Army-Navy game in December. And he got a voicemail. I'm going to read the text of the voicemail. Hi, Mr. So-and-so, friend of mine. This is Emilio calling from the Comfort Inn in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And I was actually calling regarding your reservations with us on December 8th. Um, Our hotel has had a change of plans, unfortunately. We were selected by the state of Massachusetts to provide fair housing to families who require assistance as Massachusetts is the right to shelter state. Therefore, we are currently in the process of canceling all reservations and we're getting We're we're just trying to get in touch with you to let you know that we do have to cancel yours. I do sincerely apologize for the inconvenience, but if you could please give us a call back just to confirm you received this message, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. So, if you have hotel reservations in Massachusetts going to the Army-Navy game in December, which is a huge popular football game. We know that. Go Army, go Navy, beat a blah, blah, blah. You should check to make sure that your hotel reservations are still intact because most likely, I mean, it's nice that this guy got a phone call, a voicemail, a buddy of mine, to let him know in in this far in advance because you may not have accommodations when you get there because Massachusetts is a right-to-shelter state and they're taking in migrants, illegal aliens, and they're putting them in hotels. But they've been doing this in New York City for months. They've been, all right, you're having a wedding and you have a block of rooms for your relatives and stuff. They're saying, no, we have to cancel your reservations. I'm sorry that you're having, you know, it's it's the one day a year that you, the, that one time event, you're getting married and you're having your family come in from all over the country, but you have no rooms because we have to house illegal aliens that are running around on unregistered scooters as delivery men in New York City making $3,000 a month cash and not paying taxes, plus getting free shit from the government. Sorry, you're out. You're American. You mean nothing. You're shit. Goodbye. Pay your taxes. Fuck you. Pay me. (sighs) Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, who needs paying customers when you have overpriced government contracts? Except like the hotels in New York City, they're not getting paid by the city anymore. They're, they're like screwing them on bills. Oh, yeah, we'll pay you at some point. They paid something like $75 million in the first month. They've t- t- taken over the Roosevelt Hotel in New York City, which I believe is owned by the Pakistani government now. 200 are coming to the hotel a night. It's, it's complete mayhem. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Anyone who says they want to come visit New York City, get your head examined. Don't go. Don't come. Don't come. 
horrible. But it's worse, people. It's worse. It's worse. It's it, They're not talking about it. And, and you have Texas. Listen, <clears throat> if shit keeps happening now, and I've, I've, I've always spoken against Texas becoming a blue state, but if this keeps happening, Texas will turn into a blue state. Oh, AP Unfiltered, about to get on a plane. Just wanted to say good morning. Be back tomorrow. This guy's traveling the world over here. Good morning, AP Unfiltered. Have a Bloody Mary on the plane. I love blood. I love plain Bloody Marys, like on, meaning on the airplane, Bloody Marys. All right, Texas. Now, if you haven't heard about this, this is pretty insane. I'm going to bring up the tweet. This is insane. Real estate developer... A real estate developer has created a third world city right in Texas for thousands of illegal aliens. The Real Daily Wire's uh, Spencer Lindquist flew a helicopter over Colony Ridge, Texas, which is 40 miles north of Houston, a stone's throw, nearly the size of Washington, D.C., and home to 75,000 people. The developer, Trey Harris, gives illegal aliens direct home loans so they don't need social security numbers. It is also full of gang activity and has become a strategic hub for the Gulf and Sinaloa cartels. The report also, the report also says its population could, seen, could soon reach 200,000. Illegals. Here's a video of them flying over. It's like a cookie cutter town, Colony Ridge, whatever it's called, in Texas. Look at this. That is a town built by a developer for illegal aliens, 40 miles outside of Houston. This is happening in Texas. I expect this in New York. I expect this in California. Okay, so Blue Boy Life, you're in you're in Texas. Look at this. And they're they're just gonna keep building. Direct loans, no social security number, no no paperwork, no nothing. But just as an aerial view. Seventy five thousand people live there already, and it could be upwards of two hundred thousand very soon. Nobody is talking about it. And Daily Wire has a full report out. Inside Colony Ridge, the fastest growing development in the U.S. is a magnet for illegal aliens. I'm not going to call them immigrants. Experts say growing community of illegal aliens in Texas development invites cartel activity as a national security issue. That's where they're going to go and operate, and they're going to run the place. Plum Grove, Texas, a Texas land developer, has established a sprawling settlement north of Houston where thousands of illegal aliens are believed to have settled, raising concerns among experts and elected officials that the development 400 miles in the interior of the United States could become a strategic asset for cartels. Located in Liberty County, Texas, near small town of Plum Grove, the Colony Ridge development is a sprawling community that, based on an analysis of publicly available information, is now over 60 square miles and nearly the size of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Its population is estimated to be anywhere between 50 to 75,000 and it is growing rapidly thanks to a marketing plan targeted at Texas's Hispanic population. The Daily Wire surveyed the development by helicopter to assess the true extent of its growth. The flight began in the wealthy Woodlands neighborhood, but it was only minutes before the designer homes and pools gave way to half-built homes, dilapidated trailers, and heaps of trash. Houses on the ground fly the flags of foreign countries, and many homes display their addresses on spray-painted pieces of plywood. Many structures, some of which are not hooked up to running water, were under construction, while others were unfinished but didn't appear to be actively getting worked on. At least one plot of land didn't have any structures at all, just a tent in the corner nestled between shrubs. Stray dogs without collars could be seen trotting along the side of the undeveloped streets. It's like 
third world Mexico, right in Texas, 400 miles into the interior of our country, 40 miles from Houston. But despite what appears to be poor living conditions throughout much of the development, colony ridges exploding. The view from the sky revealed a sprawling labyrinth of roundabouts and endless rows of sidewalk streets with empty plots waiting to be developed. The edges of the property are dotted with construction vehicles, each one tasked with cutting and clearing the surrounding forest to make way for yet more growth. This is probably going to be some like Ponzi scheme. This developer is probably going to end up indicted in jail federally because he's doing something with these direct loans or something financial. Or It's going to be crazy. He's going to be foreclosing on them, and then they're all going to be out homeless in the streets of Houston and Dallas and Fort Worth and everywhere else in Texas. They end up being run by cartels with you know, sex workers and drug trafficking and and more. They're going to turn, they're going to destroy Texas. A calculation performed based on acreage and a lot data provided on the Colony Ridge website for each of their six subdivisions found that it was already more than 60 square miles, which is bigger than major southern cities such as Fayetteville, Arkansas, Asheville, North Carolina. Colony Ridge owned and operated by developer William Trey Harris is rapidly expanding, at least in part due to a financing agreement that makes it possible for illegal aliens to buy land deep in the heart of Texas. While traditional financing methods require credit ratings and proof of income, Todd Benchman, a national security fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies, told the Daily Wire that buyers at Colony Ridge are able to circumvent the usual requirements, even dodging the need to provide a social security number. Because with a traditional bank loan, you need to be able to show that you have a credit rating and proof of income, uh, Benchman said, adding that buyers at Colony Ridge are asked to pay as little as a few hundred dollars as a down payment. You see these scams on Craigslist all the time. The loan is directly from the developer, bypassing traditional mortgages. And while the buyer might pay high interest rates near 15%, it's a great deal for someone with no other option to buy land in the country. Doing business as Terrenos Houston, which translates to Houston land, the company appears to market its property entirely in Spanish, telling prospective buyers they can own land in the United States. An advertisement posted on the Instagram page for Terrenos Houston appears to target those who are either not currently living in the United States or who are not citizens of the country. The caption of the post, written in Spanish, roughly translates to, still renting? Own land in the United States. Come here illegally, see this developer, and help us build this tremendous colony known as Colony Ridge in Texas so we can take it over. And the Democrats will seize the moment and help this individual, I'm sure, and help these people and get them voted, get them registered and voting as Democrat as soon as possible. And and, and nobody's talking about this town in in. In Wisconsin, I'm wondering if any, and in, in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Texas, and no one is even is speaking about it. No one's talking about this. The illegal aliens with non-secure loans or direct loans. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I see the chat's going a little crazy. The big cities, Dallas, Houston, Austin, etc., are ruining our state. One of my countries. One of my counties, the ranch is in, just voted to shut down any illegals coming through. We will see how it turns out. Someone will overturn it. It's racist. You can't do that. It's racist. Supposedly, Ken Paxton is going to do what he can to stop that nightmare. Hopefully. I'm sure the car, the, the developer has cartel ties, Black Grand Patriot, 100%. controlled through intimidation, violence, and money. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess while they're doing that in Texas, at least we have some good news out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin Supreme Court banned absentee ballot drop boxes. Good intentions never override the law. The Wisconsin Supreme Court has banned absentee ballot drop boxes in the state, so they will not be able to use them no matter what happens with COVID. Justice Rebecca Bradley in the court's conservative majority, including a swing justice Brian Hagerdorn, ruled on the issue in 2022. Nothing in the statutory language detailing the procedures by which absentee ballots may be cast mentions drop boxes or anything like them, Bradley wrote in a ruling. So you can't use drop boxes for absentee ballots 
That's a pretty big election ruling. Yes. They'll find other ways to cheat. Uh, Wisconsin Election Commission staff may have been trying to make voting as easy as possible during the pandemic, but whatever their motivations, WEC must follow Wisconsin statutes, Bradley continued. Good intentions never override the law. The law is the law no matter what you think is a better play, a better way to do things. Additionally, voters must personally deliver absentee ballots to the clerk's office. Others, including roommates and spouses, will not be allowed to deliver ballots for them. Good, Wisconsin. Good on Wisconsin. Good. Liberals on the court argued in their dissent that the ruling would make it harder for people to vote. Of course they're going to. Listen, it's not a matter of making people, making it easier for people to vote. It's not brain surgery. You can you just have to bring the absentee ballot in before you leave. You have to request it, and that that's your responsibility. They just want to make it easier to cheat, easy to have irregularities slip through the cracks. Give me a break. What do we got here? Hold on a second. Oh wait. What did you just hold on me? What did you just do? Let me just see something. I'm going to wrap up in a minute. Dun, dun. Oh! Hold on. Hogman reposted one of his old Fetterman uh, memes. John Fetterman is absolutely shameless when it comes to retardation. All right, we're going to play it. All right, Hogman. We got it. We got it. Concerning the R word, oh, we have no. demanded a school policy forbidding students and faculty from using that word. Retard. <laughs> Excuse me. Retard. You can't even say it. So how do we talk about it? <laughs> we all know your opinion on this, but right now I'm the one speaking. Brothers and sisters, words only have power if we give them power. We must take back the word. Retard. Oh. This is, this is epic. Make it ours. Sweetheart, the rest of us find the word offensive. I'm not your sweetheart, bitch. <laughs> I don't want anybody calling my son that word ever. It's incredibly hurtful. Retards, we must band together. Raise your hand if you're with us. Retard, you tar. Retard nation. Me tar, you tar. Retard nation. Me tar, you tar. Oh my God! I'm dead. I'm dead. Wow! That I have to retweet that. Oh my God! I can't. Uh, that's that's epic. We're going to have to play that for memes of the week, too. I have to res. I, I think that's the first time I've seen that, Hogman. That is, that's absolutely, that's epic. Oh, there won't be a Freedom Friday this Friday coming up, actually. I have a, uh, I have a wedding. My cousin's getting married, so I have to go to a wedding. Who the fuck has Friday weddings? That's cheaper. Oh, give me a break. You got to get the kid home from school. You got to come home for it. You got to do this. You got to get ready, and you got to go to a wedding. Weddings should just be on Saturdays. That's it. Wedding Saturday. It's Sunday day. This way you can do some day drinking and survive for Monday, but whatever. Wow, that was great, Hog, man. That really was. So, yeah, all right. Wisconsin, we're banning absentee ballot drop boxes. I like it. And I know it's 9 o'clock, and this is just one thing I wanted to end on because I mentioned it before. It goes back to migrants, aliens. Aliens in New York City are pocketing $3,000 a month, $3,000 a month working illegally while the city foots their bills. City's paying for everything. They're getting free shit. They're getting free housing. They're getting these scooters that they keep confiscating, but they keep getting more of them that are not registered. They're not insured. They're illegal. And they're running around New York City becoming delivery people or, you know, food delivery people. And they're making $3,000 a month illegally, not paying taxes on it, which, again, I don't care about the taxes because I hate the government. But New York City is paying for everything. The government's paying for everything. And these people are taking this money, sending it back, or they're doing it and they're giving a, a portion of it, a large portion of it to the cartels or intimidating them. And they're trying to pay off debts, uh, maybe to you know, 
whether it's debts to come here to, for the country. New York City is paying $385 a night per alien family, while some of them are making $3,000 a month working illegally as delivery drivers. Migrants are costing the city $10 million each day, according to Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine. Migrants staying at the Roosevelt Hotel are being fed and their rooms are being cleaned with all their expenses met. Some migrants and asylum seekers have taken up part-time work as delivery drivers for Uber, which is illegal for them to do. They probably don't have driver's licenses or they just have fake ones. Maybe the Democratic Party got them all driver's licenses before they came here. It was part of the processing work. A 24-year-old Venezuelan man, man has made $1,500 every two weeks just from delivering food. There are people that can't make $1,500 every two weeks just working an actual real job and not just delivering food for fat, obese people. The Daily Mail reports that the migrants do not have driver's licenses and many of them are driving scooters without license plates. Others found work at Home Depot. But on Wednesday, the Biden administration granted temporary protected status, TPS, to nearly half a million Venezuelans waiting for asylum. With this move, they will now be able to legally work in the United States, most likely somehow be able to have driver's licenses, and many of them will somehow probably end up on voting rolls in a red state near you. Let's hope it's Hispanics that hate communism and embrace the nuclear family and that maybe in the hopes we will get them to vote conservative if that's going to be the case. Since spring of 2022, 110,000 migrants have flooded New York City, which is a sanctuary city, which they're trying to fight being now because they're getting overrun. This is leading officials to reevaluate the right to shelter, like Massachusetts in the text message I just read you from a voicemail transcript of my friend's hotel getting canceled in Massachusetts, who is a right to shelter state. Sorry, you can't have your hotel for the Army-Navy game because we have to have illegal aliens deal drugs out of it and make it smell like a fucking pig pen. We're back in court next week to really say I don't think that the right to shelter as it was originally written should be applied to this humanitarian crisis in its present form. Annie Williams Isom, the deputy mayor for health and human services, said even Mayor Adams is screaming for state and federal aid because the city has, is on the hook for $10 million a day and, and they just can't do it. Mayor Adams has pleaded for state and federal aid with the migrant crisis estimated to cost the city $12 billion over the next three years. You wanted this. You people voted for this. Now fucking eat it. Last week, 10 protesters were arrested after migrants were prevented for several hours from exiting the bus in which they had just arrived. And that was at the Staten Island uh, nursing home. Yeah, people. We're being invaded. We've been invaded. Colony Ridge in Texas. Might have 200,000 illegal aliens living there being run by cartels living in trailers with stray dogs running around. New York City hotels, $385 a night where they're running around illegally on non non-registered, non-insured scooters, unlicensed drivers, delivering food for $3,000 a month while they're getting all their expenses met. When will they start voting? Will they be voting in time for the 2024 presidential election? So... Yeah. Anyway, that's it. It's MAGA Monday. My throat hurts. I got to take it easy. I am definitely fighting. I took all my, took my, 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 uh, anti-sickness cocktail last night. So I had to take another one today, but uh, I will be back tomorrow night for We The People Radio, 8.30 PM Eastern. Again, there is no show tomorrow morning. And I'll be back Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. But uh, tomorrow night, I'll be with James Curry, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on We The People Radio. And before I close out, because I didn't get a chance to, and I know you all love it so much, MyPatriotCigars.com, which you guys killed it this weekend with orders. And that, that'll be, uh, there'll be some fulfillment today going out tomorrow. MyPatriotCigars.com, use promo code MAGA for 25% off. Great cigars handmade premium cigars with the best cigar tobacco available in the industry out of Nicaragua. Nicaraguan government doesn't see a cent, a cent from the tobacco source there. So rest assured, you, no commies are getting any, uh, any money out of my cigars. So mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA for 25% off. The holidays are coming. 
get a gift card, tell your loved one, use promo code MAGA for that big 25% discount. Or if you don't like cigars and you just want to help me build the brand because I do great things with the profits from it, then you can go to and get t-shirts, hoodies, hats, all kinds of stuff. Or you can even buy a cigar for a deployed service member overseas or in country, and we'll make sure that the cigars get to them, which they love. So mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA for 25% off. I want to thank everybody for coming in. Again, Kung Fu Brian, it's great to see you back. It's great to see that you are not dead. Love it. And uh, I'll see you all tomorrow evening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern for We The People Radio with James Curry. Please hit the thumbs up while you're a fed. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow.